I heard a story recently that I thought was really powerful that I would, I would love to share and the lesson that I learned from it. The story goes like this. A 14-year-old boy shot and killed an innocent teenager to prove himself to his gang. At the trial, the mother of the boy who was killed sat quietly in the back until the boy was convicted. As he was put in handcuffs and was being walked out of the courtroom, the mother stands up, looks him in the eyes, and through her tears and shaky voice says, I'm going to kill you. The boy had been in prison for about a year or so. And the mother of the boy who had been killed decided to go visit him. Now, an important thing to note is that the boy in prison was living on the streets beforehand. And none of the gang members ever came to visit him. And he didn't have any family. And so she was going to be his first visitor. And so obviously he he was confused and definitely nervous. And she says, don't worry, I just want to talk. So they talk, and she wants to begin to understand and to know the boy who killed her son. Well, she leaves after that first visit, and she comes back a few months later. And then a few months after that, and a few months after that, and this this cycle continues. And she brings him gifts and talks with him and gets to know him. And it continues until he's about to be released at the age of 18. And she's there at their last visit before he gets released. And she says, what are you going to do when you get out? He says, I don't know. I don't know anybody. She says, well, I have a friend who owns a warehouse. I can get you a job. He says he'd like that. So they talk to the parole officer. And they figure it out and they get him a job. And then she asks, where are you going to live? He says, I don't know. I don't have any family. She says, well, I have a spare bedroom. You can live with me. So he gets released from prison, and he's been living with her for about six months or so. And one day he's, he's doing the dishes, and she walks in. And he can tell that she is she's very serious. And she says, we need to talk. And so they make their way to the living room. And slowly the words come out. And she says, do you remember the day you were convicted for killing my son? For no reason at all. And I told you that I was going to kill you. And with fear on his face and with tears in his eyes, he says, yes, ma'am, I'll never forget that day. And she looks at him and says, well, I did. I did not want the boy who killed my son to live on this earth anymore. I wanted him to die. So I decided that I was going to visit you and encourage you. I decided to get to know and understand you. I got you a job and gave you a place to live. And now there's one thing I know for sure. You are not that same person anymore. The woman continues and says, well, although you're not the same person anymore, I'm still alone. And I want to know if you would let me adopt you. 
he began to cry and said yes for the first time in that boy's life he had a mother that loved him for me that story is powerful and it's inspiring and now I want you to put yourself in the place of the 14 year old boy and imagine that innocent teenager that was killed is now something that you have done or that you are currently doing that is destructive Maybe you've said or done something to someone that really hurt them and the guilt you feel just doesn't seem to go away. Maybe you're addicted to cigarettes or alcohol or pornography and time and time again you promise yourself that you're done and that what you said or did doesn't really matter when in reality it's eating you alive. I know I've been there. We all make mistakes in this life that we regret and these mistakes can make us feel handcuffed if you will. We can begin to feel hopeless, and that because of what we have done, we begin to believe that it's simply who we are, and that we are not strong enough to change. And to be honest, most of the time we're not strong enough to change by ourselves. But right before we are about to become prisoners to what we have done, there is always someone who offers to kill us. God, our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, went through the unimaginable. Heavenly Father offered His Son to be a sacrifice. He allowed His Son to be spit upon and mocked by many. He allowed His Son to be whipped and persecuted. He allowed His Son to go through every trouble, trial, pain, sickness, addiction, and sadness we would have to go through. And ultimately, He allowed Him to be killed. Why? Why would He allow for all of that to happen to His child? And on top of that, why would Jesus Christ allow for those things to happen? He at any time could have stopped it all. He could have hit or spit back. He could have stopped all of those horrible things from happening. But he didn't. They didn't stop it all from happening because as that heartbroken mother saw that 14-year-old boy, they see us and they know that we alone are not strong enough. We have been sent here to kill the old versions of ourselves over and over again. We have been sent here to learn, and in order to learn, we need to fail. And because we fail, we need help. We were sent here to succeed and to change and to grow, and that is what Jesus Christ offers to each of us. Because he took the time to go through our pain. He understands us and what we can become, and he visits us in our afflictions. And sometimes, when we are reminded of what we have done, it is so he can tell us that we are forgiven and to ask us if he can adopt us into his fold. It is when we accept their help and rely on their grace that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ become the metaphorical mothers we never had.